Hi, y'all. It's Davey. Um, I'm a little nervous because I'm hosting by myself today, but it's going to be a great time. We have some great guests. A shout out to Mark in his new apartment. He's been moving, so he can't be with us today, but he'll be with us for the finale. And we might get a special guest later on. Who knows? Speaking of special guests, I would like to welcome two of the most amazing people in my life. One got me started on Survivor Live Reality Games. Um, one got me started on Survivor New York. And these two people have just been amazing in my life. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Bennett from season four and Louie from season three. Yes. We're here. <laughs> We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing great, Dave. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. And for that lovely intro. Louis? Fantastic. It was a lovely spring day today. Um, <laughs> it was a lovely spring day today. Oh, it, was, I, it was glorious. It hits different when the sun is nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really? Take mm -hmm. that D anywhere you can get it, you know? Yeah, vitamin D all up in there. Wait, where are you again? You have a beautiful library behind you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in New Jersey right now. <laughs> oh, Jersey. I'm a love Jersey it, girl it. for the moment. <laughs> Jersey girl for the moment. All right. We like to start off each of our podcasts with a special question. Um, because the theme of this season is Bannerman's Island and artillery and an arsenal, if you will, what weapon would you both be and why? Louie, you want to go first or you want me to go first? <laughs> Bennett? <laughs> To you. <laughs> All right. Davey, I thought long and hard about this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a wood chipper as a weapon. Oh my god. Well you yeah, you would have to like physically bring somebody to the wood chipper to have it give any effect. You can't like run with a wood chipper, but once they're through it, like there is no question you will not have to deal with them again. And so you might as well get a weapon that you know is gonna be, you know, effective. Um and a wood chipper, you know, you don't think of it. It's got some pizzazz. People wouldn't expect it. So that that would be my choice. Wood chipper all the way. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Um, oh, we got Valencia in the house. She said, hey, family. We also have Kristen. Say hey, Kristen. Oh, hey, Kristen. She says, hi, panel. I love you all. We love you, too. Um, and then we also have... Once again, hey, Kristen. Oh, and we got Daddy Tej in the house. Love the wood hopper idea. Just hopping around on wood. Exactly. Just that. <laughs> Just that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Louie, what about you? What weapon would you be? I, too, have been thinking long and hard about this. <laughs> um, I My weapon of choice is going to be really specific. Um, it's truly the first weapon that came into my head. Um, so I don't know what this says about me, but I want to be a slingshot that launches the watermelons that they had on the Amazing Race that backfired on the woman right to the oh, face. Um, because it's fun. It's instantly memeable. You don't see it coming. It's all the things that I love. Mm. So, Louis, I assume you haven't watched the most recent MTV Challenge. I have not. So they had a oh girl. They had a girl on that who the scene was so hard to watch. Sorry, Davey. I don't no, do it. I, I was gonna bring this up too. Excuse us, Davey, it was a very similar, a very similar contraption, like a slingshot, but with 
basically like, I think it was like actual golf balls is what it appeared to be. And it did the same thing and it broke her face. The scene yeah, is no, like I want very, watermelons very, only. It was, it was wild. That, that it was, sounds it was horrifying. Really, it was horrifying. It was sad. It was just every emotion under the book. It broke her Oof. face. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll send she, you the link later. It was, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. I it's crazy. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll send it to you later. It's yeah. very, it's a good watch, I guess. <laughs> um, Speaking of watch, look at dad. Look at this iconic group. Hey, dad. Hi, dad. And by dad, I mean Chris Lord. Hi, father. father. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Lord and Savior, Chris Lord. Um, okay, without any further ado, we are going to get to the finale part one. A finale so big, it had to be chopped up into two pieces with Bennett's wood chipper. Um, oh, and speaking of which, TJ has corrected himself. Way to go, chipper. Thank God. Um, yes. That was humbling, TJ. Yeah, very <laughs> humbling, right? Um, the first episode part is called It's Finally Beginning. And finally beginning it does. We start off with a true pairs game. Three guys, three girls, three girl guy pairs, two Polypel, two Iona, two Asopus. The pairs game is making me creaming. What do y'all feel about the startup? Started the episode I thought was was interesting because I think you get to this point in these live games where you're at like this, like top six. And not only do you have like three distinct pairs, but you're at that stage in the game where everyone is just lying to everybody they're having a conversation with. And you're just having these like roundabout conversations where everyone's just like saying like different promises to different people. And it's just kind of like endless uh, nonsense, which is interesting to watch. And it's funny to see like how it eventually shakes out. But it is just that point in the game where I think everybody kind of knows what everybody's perception is of all the other players. And it's just a matter of figuring out where the cards are going to fall. Mm -hmm. I want to start off by saying that like I love this cast so much. It has been so entertaining watching them play. Um, but to piggyback off of Bennett's point, like this part of the game really is just utter chaos. You're you're fried by this point. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it really is just about keeping, you know, keeping track of what lie is where. And it really is just like impossible to keep track of. Like mm -hmm. wheels are spinning at millions and millions of miles a minute. Yeah. Endless survivor nonsense. nonsense. Exactly. Only says, exactly that yeah maybe so much nonsense that she hops onto the pod anyways so <laughs> we we have um we, before we get into the challenge i think somebody says oh i can't believe i made it to final six and everybody else looks around like uh that's not me i definitely have made the moves to get to final six i don't remember who said it though did anybody clock that I feel I feel like it was Annie or Kristen, and I might be wrong. Mm -hmm. I think I'm in and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought it was I thought it was one of the two of them. But mm -hmm. then they all went around and they did the classic thing that everyone does in these live games towards the end, where they say, "I'm just so proud of us, you guys," and then they <laughs> lie to each other for an hour. It's great. Yeah, I'm I'm so proud of us, you guys, and I'm gonna lie to you right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Brian Meager says, I don't think my brain has ever been more fried than it was at the end of Survivor New York. LOL. It's just, and, and you're dealing with like the elements here. Like these people are mm -hmm. wet. They're in a literal hurricane. Yeah. Mm hmm Literally. Insanity. Insanity. And now, in addition to the hurricane, they have to play Wobbly Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. How do y'all how do y'all feel about this um this challenge? Do you like it? Do you not? So I really like the challenge. I, I agree that at this point it's become like a staple of Survivor New York. Louis, this was on, they did this on your season, right? Yeah. And legend has it, I'm still walking to place that last block. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. So one thing that I noticed in this was <laughs> you're, do, you're doing Brienne with her first block. So Brienne got. <laughs> and I was like, great. Like I'm a big, I'm a big Brienne fan here. Mm -hmm. I really, I've liked all, most of the players that we've seen this season and genuinely think any of these top six would be a threat to win. But I think that Brienne has been in a very unique position the entire game. And weirdly, nobody is, is really looking at her, which I find to be fascinating. So she gets this advantage, and I'm rooting for her to, like, like milk this for all it's worth. And I'm like, she's going to slam that one block on, and she's going to run back. Because, Davey, I feel like in our season, people were, like, really hustling with, with this thing. And oh, she, yeah. She took her time, and then the rest of the players also really <clears throat> proceeded to – to take their time with it. I do wonder if, uh, I mean, Davey, you were on crew, Louie, you were on crew. How long did it actually take live in person? Was it what we saw or was it longer? It was longer than what <laughs> it was, was shown. <laughs> it felt long. I remember getting through my teeth recording being like, girl, you got a 30 second event, you want to move your ass. Standing there like, 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 just finish the challenge. Finish it. Um, Cause damn, she was moving slow as a bitch, but like Sloan said he wins the race. But you're not a turtle, Brienne. Um, I I do think that she was trying to be very careful, and the two people did drop like next to her. So I think that the advantage did cause them to get a little wobbly. But either way, um, and what people I think, don't see is that stack really is very wobbly. It, yeah, like you need you need to have the right precision with the right speed in order to like have the whole you know, equation work out. But I think for that advantage to really be your friend, like I would want it to be like, you get like a practice round for a minute to see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, practice rounds in Survivor, a concept. Um, hey Kyle, <laughs> what a handsome was, crew. Um, was Sharif spelling backwards for some reason? Yeah, um, not the not the best spelling like i'm glad it wasn't a spelling challenge but he he did have it yeah um, it was just an entirely yeah. backwards order yeah <clears throat> i remember else? when that was happening in real time just thinking mm -hmm. like no 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 like i mm -hmm. thought he was gonna realize mm -hmm. before he realized he didn't realize yeah he didn't realize <laughs> it was such um, a bummer though because like it was taking like it was like finally someone was getting it but he was getting it backwards so mm -hmm. it took everything in my body to like keep my mouth shut in that moment because mm -hmm. you just yeah. want to scream and be like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> um yeah 
I, I liked the little preview in the beginning where it was like just seeing how we played in 2019. I was like, oh my God, hey. And then it immediately cuts to me losing to Kai in 2019. Mm-hmm. You were that, so close. So close, so close. And I mean, it was pretty close in this in this challenge too. I saw um, Valencia's bringing it up right now. The and the and Stan Dan participant choice cracked me up because um, they they kept falling. I think it was I think it was a really close match, and even at the last second when Danny like has it and then his stack falls that was we had to go i i don't remember if you or i don't know if you remember it louis but we had to look at the cameras to see who won that mm-hmm. and if he was able to have it yeah. correct yeah yeah it was a really close call that that whole challenge was a nail biter the whole thing yes um but yeah a long nail biter, but it was a nail biter <laughs> it wasn't it was a nail biter were gone by the <laughs> Right. Yeah. It was yeah no I had no nails yeah I, they just grew back this year. <laughs> oh. You could I mean you also heard everyone that was watching cast crew jury whoever was playing or whoever was watching people just going ooh every time they fell it was really <laughs> funny it was definitely a sight to watch. Um, Sharif spells renew and oh no or Sharif but at the end Danny pulls it out. Do you think that Danny needed this immunity? No. That's it. No. I don't think so. No. 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 Next question. (laughs) Yeah. um, It seems like he's under the impression that he did, but it it seems to me like the target, I think, would have still been probably Kristen in terms of like who the green target is. Because it kind of seemed like there was a different target for each of the the pairs that was happening. And I don't know. I don't. I. I. I don't know what um, Danny's chances against a jury would be. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's it's also hard to gauge because obviously I'm watching like the edited down version of of what we're seeing. But I think, yeah, I don't. I don't get the. I feel like Kristen probably needed it more than him. But I do think almost everybody could have used the safety at this point because it just felt like the target was floating from head to head as it went. But I think between the two greens it seems to me like Kristen is more of the threat, at least in the remaining players' minds more so than Danny. Mm-hmm. I also think that the, the men have been looking out for each other and in a way that the, the women haven't been doing, Yeah, you know, every, you're, they're kind of, we have our three pairs, but there's the, but then there's the two men, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the three men, sorry, um, yes. that are that are kind of like looking out for each other. So I wasn't, I wasn't nervous for, I wouldn't have been nervous for Danny this round if he did not win the immunity because mm-hmm. I think he had a little bit of extra insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, your like hand signals remind me of like a plane, just being yeah. like, <laughs> exits to your right. Clear the aisle. The nearest exit might be behind you. Yeah. Um, I'm prob- I'm going to ask this for everybody in the final six um, because there was a lot of deliberation and a lot of lying. But if Danny didn't win immunity, what would be the pro of taking him out at this point? And I'm going to probably ask. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask that for every person that comes up because they all feel really worried at this point. I feel like the... Um... 
at least from my perspective and what seems like the perspective of the other players, the advantage of getting Danny out now, if he didn't have the immunity was because he's a likely threat to win other immunities. And it doesn't necessarily mean that he's a threat to win the game if he gets to the end, but thinking of somebody who has the ability to win immunity after immunity after immunity, suddenly they are then a factor that you have no choice but to deal with as they move further and further into the game. And so I think that's why people see him as a threat is just because he could go in and potentially win more of these challenges. But I think as we've all seen both this season, as well as in previous seasons, like these challenges don't necessarily come down to, you know, who everyone thinks is going to be like the go-to winner of, of most of these challenges. And especially if there's like a puzzle component, things can very much get evened out. So I don't know. That's kind of the vibe that I got, but um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> she didn't want to, she did not like that answer. And she, she did out. not like that answer. She had to leave. Um, Louis didn't want to incriminate himself. So he, he bounced. Um, I'll give him like a minute. How are you doing, by the way? I missed you. Thanks for asking. It all started back in like fifth grade when. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, I'm I'm doing great. Are we gonna wait for Lou to, to log back in? I'll give him a minute. Okay. Tech um, problems. I mean, what did you think about Danny? Did you think that Danny needed the immunity here to move forward, or do you think there would have been, you know? Something Other pathways, yeah. yeah. I think Danny was a really interesting player to win immunity here because a lot of people are playing around Danny, and this kind of solidified the fact that like you you can't take out someone who people are playing around. Like Kristen constantly has to be reflexive and responsive to the moves that Danny makes. Mm -hmm. The big boys are protecting each other, so they have to also look out for Danny. And so for someone like Annie or Brienne to be like, why don't we just get rid of Danny right now? Because it's so enticing for them to be able to knock him out. Um, for him to win immunity, I think was really important. Because they could have they could have essentially flopped back and gotten um <gasps> Queen! Oh Mother has arrived. Mother. <laughs> Hi babes, how's everyone Hi. doing? Oh, we were good, but when, when we didn't join, Louis said he's out of here and yeah, he dipped fast. Mm. He, oh, he ran away. Well, that <laughs> Davey and I are in a comp competition to see who can add Louis the fastest. It's just like <laughs> dragging hey, Louis. Uh, no, no worries. I had a quick trip to Ghost Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just you're just sitting there being like, "Do you want to hear how I got voted out in sixth place?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my uh, God, Naomi! Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Coming in hot. Uh, if I was a weapon, I would be. Um, I'll just we'll say that for the end. No, I'm so excited that you guys are all here. Um, but I thought, frankly, it was a little too full of testosterone, and I had to join and and you know soften things. Really, up. with this crew? Yeah. With this crew? <laughs> testosterone? Where? Are you watching the same yeah. podcast? Yeah. <laughs> no, no I'm but actually. Go I'm ahead. actually really interested to see what your weapon is because we've had a whole array of weapons in this Bannerman Island artillery, and I want to know what Mother is. I would be one of the um, 
like the the uh, laser guns from Star Wars, like the pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. Okay. I just think <laughs> it's fun and not so messy. You know, you shoot someone with one of those, you don't have to do any cleaning. Because <laughs> I'm always, I'm always <laughs> what I'm worried about most is having to clean up after my own mess. Because oh, when I'm I, in danger, I'm thinking about the mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to kill you, but you're so messy. <laughs> I would kill um, you, but I'm not cleaning it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be very much me. Yeah. Yes. We were talking about the pros of keeping Danny, like hypothetically, because we're going to hypothesize all of the final six. What would be the pros to taking Danny out? Well, the con is you wouldn't get to see his chest hair anymore because Chris mm. and I were messaging each other. It was like, wow, it really pops this episode. Yeah. Um, the I noticed that too. I just right? thought it was like my gatum. I think it's yeah. the shirt is like sagging now and finally it's, yeah. you know. Yeah. it's still we, being wet, you know. Yeah, we love. Everybody's, yeah. Um, I think that the Danny is a very formidable challenge opponent. He is always competitive. He, he will never throw a challenge. He's always competing. So if you want to be the person who can potentially win a challenge, he is one of your biggest competitions. And so to get him out at this point in time, especially somebody who is, A, very, very loyal to Kristen, um, very loyal to Stan, and very loyal to Sharif, I think it is in especially Brienne and Annie's best interest to vote him out because they're lower on the totem pole than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I also felt like to a degree it was in Kristen's best interest to want to take Danny out. I find the relationship between Kristen and Danny to be very interesting because in mm-hmm. these other pairs, like especially looking at the blue pair, Brienne and Sharif, the thing that I noticed is unlike the other pairs, there was no they were not willing to budge on each other, it seemed like. Whereas the others, and, and Danny and Kristen especially, I mean, Danny's ratted Kristen out for, for her idol. They have mm-hmm. not voted together at every tribal council. This one in particular, apparently, as we saw, like that name was not given to Kristen at the last second, it seemed like, which may or may not have been intentional. I don't know. They're a very interesting pair to that mm-hmm. point. And I think that there are ways that maybe Kristen could get herself ahead by cutting Danny. But um, I don't know. I, they're, they're an interesting combination, the two of them. Mm. I think that Kristen is one of those people who, like, would benefit from Danny getting voted out, but she can't be the person to do it. You know that, like, mm-hmm. like a really convenient way of being like, oh, my God, you got voted out. That's so sad. You will mm-hmm. vote for me, right? Like, it's very <laughs> bad. Yeah, very uh, bad. She, I think it'd be bad if she had, you know, speaking of mess, the blood on her hands of Danny mm-hmm. going, because I feel like, he could be one of those people that goes back to the jury and is like, listen, you know, and just bad mouth the whole situation. But that alliance does really feel more like it came together out of necessity and not as much as like it was built on a foundation of trust and loyalty, which the mm-hmm. other ones feel like um, a little bit more sturdier in that way. So they are a very interesting duo for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love their dynamic. I'm obsessed with them. Like I love... I, I mean, I, Dave and Lou, you know, like, I, I love uh, how talented you guys are as, like, filmers and making these seasons happen. And the footage of Danny and Kristen is, is, is always giving. It is always, like, at a 10. It is, like, Kristen being, like, you left me out of the vote. And Danny's, like, oh, I guess I did. And, <laughs> like, you ratted out my idol. It's, like, always so good. 
It's so um, juicy, a spicy meatball. Yeah, and I love, I just love, uh, especially as everybody starts to sort of become little rain trolls and they're like trying to stay dry. Everyone's got to mm-hmm. like either huddle under the tent together or like get really close because you can't hear anything. The footage is really just, it, this finale is going to be so funny. Like the, the next part is going to be hilarious. I can't wait for everyone Like to this see is it. like going to be, it's going to rival the live action Little Mermaid with the amount of water <laughs> we're dealing with. <laughs> No CGI here, honey. No CGI here. Um, we okay. So speaking of pairs, because we've been hypothesizing Kristen and uh, Danny's relationship, Kristen starts pulling up, pulling or not pulling. She starts putting out the blues, where she's like, "Hmm, I think that we really need to take out either Brian or Sharif." If you were in Kristen's position, who would you take out and why? Brian or Sharif. No, you gotta give. You gotta choose one. You gotta pick and one. You gotta, between you gotta pick one and say why. Between the two, I would go. Honestly, between the two, I think I would take Brienne out before Sharif. Ooh. I just feel like, and obviously, she had she played her idol this time, so that's a. But like at top six, if I knew that she had an idol, of course, go for Brienne. But I also feel like they've played a very similar game, and while she hasn't necessarily been on the right side of every single vote. I think the only one that she's docked on are like the early ones from like their starting tribe. Whereas he has, I do feel like there's something to be said about the fact that like her name has not come up that frequently and she's consistently with him on the right side of the vote. So I think I would go Brienne between the two of them. I it's, it's hard to, it, it would be a hard call for sure because both of them have pros and cons and it really is going to be a crapshoot between the two of them. I lean more towards, I think I get rid of Sharif. Um, especially, it's been so fun to watch Brienne's journey because, you know, the very first episode, she kind of has that hot mess moment when she is separated from the tribe. She finds the idol. She lies about it, but then she comes and tells the truth about it. But it, it just kind of leaves a mess where I feel as Sharif kind of, you know, helped smooth that over for her um, and played a lot less of like a, he was able to swivel a lot more silently than I feel like Brienne has. Um, but Brienne's been also, I mean, they've both been playing killer games, but I think um, Sharif does a little bit better with speaking as well. Um, he has this commanding presence. Um, and I think Brienne has really found her footing at this point of the game. Um, but I feel like Sharif had that kind of calm commanding presence from the start. And I think that would worry me a little bit more. And I feel like I, I personally would feel like, okay, maybe I can out talk um, Brienne a little bit. Yeah. I if think, it came to the end. I think, I think Brienne's in a tough spot if she, and this is why it's been it, the last couple have been so interesting to me is I think if she goes to the end with Sharif, she's in a really tough spot because you're then with your pair, you have to differentiate your game from the pair. And and as you said, Louis, like he has shown to be like a pretty good talker. That said, as you mentioned, if, if Brienne's going to the end by herself, she has that great story of somebody who started yeah. off and like- She absolutely does. She's playing a great thing, but then has somehow built really good social relationships. You look at the people on the jury and I think a lot of people on the jury would feel more prone to vote for somebody who has that sort of story versus being somebody who was just dominant like through the entire game. So it's an interesting point to be in, but I think like 
Yeah, I, that's one thing that I wanted to get everybody else's take on too. Is like, what are people's thoughts on on the two of them looking to go to the end together, knowing that they've played like, I think a pretty similar game in many ways. Well, I think that Brienne is currently being like overstepped. Uh, I think that not a lot of people are actually listening to her and what she has mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. um, because. Uh, it's been floated around a little bit, and I don't know that it comes across totally in the episodes, but I do think that all of the women in the game at one point were looking at each other like, should we work together? And it just never really panned out. But I do think that there's a world where Kristen and Brienne link up and connect, and it just didn't happen this round, but I think there was a world where that could have happened this round. You know what I mean? Like they could have yeah, found absolutely. each other finally, but it's the final six. And that's the, the big problem with a, uh, a short game. I act like where I'm like, Oh, this is the problem with 26 days. This is the problem with a two day mm-hmm. weekend game is that you often don't want to jump ship. We talked about it on my interview with Julia a little bit. And my interview with Robin is you don't want to like bail on the people that, you know, for somebody who's more unknown, um, because you know it's like the Monty Hall problem or whatever, but not um, Queen Kai. Queen Kai. Yes. I wish the girls got She's... together mm-hmm. from each time. I know Kai. We all wish a lot of things when we watch a Survivor game play out, don't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we see we see both cases like being brought up, like Brienne being the social jury threat manager. And then we also see Sharif being a physical comp beast and also like a commanding presence. I mean, it it is really interesting to see both of them like up for elimination in this round. Um, Valencia also says, I always thought that Brienne and Kristen should have been a duo. Oop. They would have made a good duo. They would have. We'll see in finale part two. Um, I also, I'm also seeing pockets of like these alliances coming up. Um, We see Kristen, Danny, Stan, final three. We see Stan and the big guys. It's just really interesting dynamics in the final six. Like when we talk about the pair game, the pairs game, we don't also talk about the underlining pockets of three. It's true. I I think that I've, what we know from Survivor 41 through 44 is that if you're in a group of six, you got to have the other two that are with you to pick off the other people. And this is no different. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm curious for Bennett and Louie, especially Bennett, like who would you want to be in that two with you of the, of the final six? Who do you want to be with you? Of this group. Your so are you, are you who, who I would want my, like who the other two would be if I was in a group of three. Yeah. I think looking at the way that the jury is stacked up and the way the final six is stacked up, I, if I was in that group, I would want to be going to the end with probably Danny and Kristen. Cause I think if you go as a single person with a pair, you run the chance of the pair splitting the vote on the jury a bit. I think that Kristen being on the wrong side of the vote enough times, despite, and I will say her perception on what's happening and where people stand in terms of strategic threat has been spot on the entire time. Mm -hmm. Somehow she winds up on the wrong side of the vote in many cases, Mm -hmm. but her read on it has been spot on. But I think those two at the end would be probably the ideal scenario for most people left in the game right now. 
just based on my read for it. Louis, what do you think? It's kind of hard to answer because <clears throat> I think I, if I was in the game, like who do I take the spot of, but, and how, you know, how have the relationship kind of like shaken out throughout the game? I, I want to say that I, out of the six at the top of this episode, if I had like my dream final three, I would say maybe Annie and Brie. Mm. Um, I think that that would have been the two I would have wanted to take in with me um, for kind of a myriad of reasons, but I, th I think that's, that's what I would try for. And then, you know, pivot as needed. <laughs> One thing that after I, this vote, I would have to pivot. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I noticed that I had actually like taken a note on was multiple times this episode, you find, and I think it's like a masterful play. Stan will stand with a pair. So not his, not, he's not with Annie, but it'll be him. And there was a scene where he's listening to Danny and Kristen talk and they're fully deciding between the two of them, how they are going to vote. And he's standing right there. And then of course they turn to him and they're like, what do you think? And he's fully on board with it. And so suddenly I think Stan has put himself in a position where he's with the sort of pairs every time they've made a decision. And even if they're all lying to each other, at least he knows what all the different lies are. But it was just funny to me to watch like, and it is again, like kind of the stage of the game that you're at where you just kind of like linger. There's even a shot at one point of a, of a pair talking and Annie is just lingering in her pink raincoat in the background, which I love <laughs> like that sometimes where you're like, I'm just going to wait for these two to finish. But Stan just kind of like, stood alongside some of these pairs and listened. And I think that's like a, an interesting way in such a tight group to, to get some numbers on your side, or at least get some information as to what's going on. Yeah. I think we're about Stan as well. for it. Exactly. Nobody's looking well, at him. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. He has his foot in every conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Foot in that one, foot in this one. Well, I think Brian hit the nail on the head too. I think Brian was the one that called attention to the fact that Stan says at almost every tribal in some way, shape or form that he has no idea what's going on. And she's like, he's been on the right side of these boats. He knows exactly what's going on. He has a relationship with everybody. And so it's a, uh, I think he's playing a very good game, but I think of the, the six, he's one of the, the people that I would say absolutely not would be on my, my short list of, of going to the end with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got to be I, careful with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Historically, I've seen Stan try to like bulldoze his way towards the end because he's very tunnel vision with that. It's kind of like what happens when he snaps on Veronica when Veronica says his name because it's the first time he ever feels like he's in danger. And so I think that it's interesting that no one's saying his name now, though I do think that he's going to be in very hot water like going forward, though he is positioned really well, literally and physically with the pairs left in the game, I do think that people are still looking at him. And with Brian planting that seed in that confessional, I wonder if Edgic will illuminate that. There's no Edgic. Uh, I bitch is talking about there Edgic. is no there is no Edgic. It's Stop, called Mom. I filmed I filmed shit. It's called that like what do you mean? Like I can't Australian Survivor purple edit somebody, you know what I mean? Like mm. 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 the mm says it all. Um <laughs> I was going to say something about like, oh, I guess 
Sorry, I threw this Kai comment on the screen. Danny keeps saying he can't keep Sam, but keeps protecting him. I agree, Kai. And I think that this is a testimony, as you guys were talking about earlier, that your brain is really fried mm-hmm. and change is very scary. So if Stan was always in your plans and suddenly you're thinking, oh, I should get rid of Stan, you kind of can't follow through on it sometimes. You have to really talk mm-hmm. yourself into following through. Yeah. I think so, Danny... Pro- pro- Sorry, go ahead, Davey. No, I was just... Mm- it wasn't that important. I was going to say Danny wants to get him out, but Danny's chest hair won't let him vote for him. <laughs> no, that is very important. Very important. Um, um, I think what hurts in this whole scenario is also the time. Because when you want to make a plan to make a move, sometimes these rounds happen so fast that you know that you don't have enough time to do the damage control. And it just all it does is sink your ship because Mm -hmm. if I had, you know, if we know we had 20 minutes that I can have individual conversations with everybody, everyone understands where I'm coming from, or this is getting a. Summer's just around the corner. So give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria algae body oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Plan in place, but sometimes the rounds move so quick, they stop so suddenly that there's a fear of what if I can't get this plan off the ground? And, you know, do I take the risk of you know, making this big swing, what if it backfires right in my face? So like, sometimes I feel like I see people make the safer choice, even though they talk about the much more fun, chewier, bigger move. Um, But that's just a part of the game. I think that's exactly what happened here. And I think it's part of why Stan has played so well is because I think what he does is he goes and he talks to every person. And we even saw in a confessional that Sharif had towards the end of the episode, where right before they're about to go into tribal, he looks and he sees Danny and and Stan talking. And he's like, well, if they were going with my plan, the two of them would have no reason to be speaking right now. So I don't really know why this is happening. I might be paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I got details right. But I think what Stan does is he scrambles enough that somebody in Danny's position is like, sure, I could take him out now, but what if I don't actually have the votes to take him out? And then it's just a big swing and a massive miss. And so I think that again is like, it makes me understand why Danny hasn't taken him out, but I think it also adds notches to Stan's belt in terms of like what he's been able to do and the perception of, of his game as being super powerful, powerful, but also kind of like, similar to what we see of like George and Australian survivor where people are almost just too afraid to touch it because they feel like he has so many tricks up his sleeve that he couldn't mm. pull out in a second. Yeah. yeah. Can we I, all do, I, do, does everybody quickly have an Australian survivor impression that we can all just sort of, everyone got their accent? Oh, I'm bad at <laughs> Yeah, of course. I'm bad at it. I've been um, at Target I, since day dog. Day dog. I love to do that. <laughs> I was Jerry's like, just sitting there like the old spies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so good. I I always imagine myself when I do this voice as like I'm um I'm like a man who doesn't want to work with women, and I'm just like oh these women are really throwing a spanner in the wick, so I don't want to work with them. Put a vitamin and all. Yeah. 
Um, all I can do is R and R, kind of R like what Kai is saying. R and R. Sharif outed me last week because he was like, "Oh, I can't believe you said I was Simon." I mean, and that I is like, kind of offensive. I mean, it was offensive because I was talking out of my ass. I was like eye candy, fighting really hard. Like I was trying to be the positive, but I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch. Terrible at the game. No. Terrible at the game. Um, <laughs> stop! I cannot. Um, but. To your point, Bennett, Sharif was really good at sussing out people that went to talk immediately after his conversation. I think that is a key skill that people need to have in any game, whether it's live reality or the actual show. You need to see who's talking to who, if you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You need to be in the center of that Hunger Games clock and just be looking at everybody at all sides of you. TikTok, 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 TikTok. <laughs> You're right. It's a clock. <laughs> yeah, um, bitch. Yeah, like clockwork though. Everybody's saying everybody's coming for what? I was gonna say something that Louis you you touched upon briefly, but I think needs. I I you know I keep talking about the hurricane. Here I am, rock me like a hurricane. <laughs> but it's because we were fast forwarding through these rounds because mm-hmm. we were so scared of what was going to happen that we just had to go on like high speed. The storm that- was coming. Everything was like condensed. Everything was. Honey, you got a big storm coming. Because even with that timeline, it seemed like every single person's name was thrown out this yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. Um, messy. Messy. Uh, I think. I think it is really messy. Oh, Kristen, I actually didn't know Stan wanted me out until I watched the episodes. <laughs> I like that you did it. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I just don't understand. Like at this point, I think that Annie is someone that I would go to the end with because I feel like she is someone that has a different enough game for me that I could put up a case against why I played the better game. Um, but everybody seems to be like wanting to do the easy vote at six. I don't think that Annie. I mean, I guess Annie is an easy vote, but by by wanting to target Annie, I feel like they're playing on hard mode on purpose. What do you feel about that? That's a great way of putting it, yeah. Right? Like I agree. I thought I it think was- only great people go out at six, so I mean <laughs> <laughs> I gladly welcome Annie to the sixth place club. Yeah, come on, I'm sixth a, place club. The sexy six, yeah. <laughs> the sexy six. Who was ninth place? Who do I get the well, Robin. Later. Robin. Oh, hell yeah. That's six it. and nine, baby. Six and nine. Um, I remember who was ninth in my season. But yeah, oh, I boy. think that the, the Annie vote was interesting. It also just didn't seem like there was much conversation around her name. Say it again? The Annie vote to me was like, I don't know. I didn't expect that going into Tribal. Yep. And then, I mean, not only that, but then you also had an idol used, which, mm-hmm. you know, was great, I think, for everybody else in the game. Maybe not. Did Brienne have one more tribal to use it, or was this the she last did. one? She had yeah. one more to use it. It's going to be interesting to see if that comes back to bite her in the ass. Mm-hmm. I would feel horrible if it does, because, again, I, I think that she's played a really good game. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was interesting to me. I, I don't know if maybe she felt like she needed another notch on or another item on her resume by saving Sharif. Like, if it had worked out and she was the reason he stuck around and then mm-hmm. him before the end, you know, that's a great card to play at the mm-hmm. end. But, um, yeah, Annie being the 
vote, I think, instead of Kristen or Stan was a bit of a surprise to me. Well, I also, I mean, I, I was just going to say, Davey, that I think that you're describing it so well in that it's not necessarily that Annie is like an easy boot. Like people don't want to work with her. People do oh, want to yeah. work with her. But she's so like, remember that uh, Stan, Danny and Kristen and Brienne all come from a swap tribe together. And mm-hmm. Annie and Sharif come from the other tribe where Annie, I think, was not as quickly integrated into this group of people as Sharif was. So mm-hmm. Annie's kind of like last one in, first one out versus this idea of like, why not utilize somebody like Annie to take out somebody that you th- see as an enormous threat in front of you. And I remember being gagged when Annie was voted out because yes. I was just like, that was the wrong move for so many people. Yes. And, but, you know, there's only two more votes to go. So you really had mm-hmm. to know what you were doing in, with your intentionality of your votes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just goes back to what, why would anyone do an, an easy, easy vote, vote at final, final six? six? Yeah, I feel like final six is really pivotal because you're essentially setting yourself up for the finale. And I I stand by my statement. I think voting on Annie made them play hard mode on purpose. And yeah. I I wouldn't want to do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're saying Kyle should have kept you? And Kyle yes. won? Kyle doesn't know if he could have beat me or not. The world may never know. The world may never know. Um... I mean, I also, I, I don't want to, no, I was going to say something about um, wishing this tribal would have been a 3 2 one because that would have been a chef's kiss. Um, but I will say the amount of times that, I don't know, I don't know what is more on the count, the amount of times that Kristen has voted wrong or the amount of misplays Brienne has had. <laughs> She, I love, I love the girl so much. Right? If you're listening, I love you so, so much. I just think that it's been really unlucky. Like you've been finding idols. That's awesome. But I, I do think that the misplays are, I think notches against her. Mm. In, in the, in the same way, in the same way that Kristen voting incorrectly is a notch against her, even though she has great reads, Despite Brienne having great finds, she isn't playing them at the right moment. But what have her misplays been? Is it just the two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm being facetious because Kristen has wrote. Who has also Kristen wrote has wrote wrong more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I I think yeah I think Brienne now has a a tougher pitch coming mm-hmm. in if she is to get there right. If she had just the blunder at the beginning, I think that to a jury is a pre-merge moves I think are much different than the stuff that happens in the end game. And especially if you then go two for two with a misplay, you suddenly have, I think a little bit more of an uphill battle than maybe she had before this round. But I still think she could have found a way to spin that original misplay as, Hey, I started on the wrong foot, but this game has been like a journey for me. But to your point now, Davey, I think if she then misplays it again, that I hadn't thought about that, but that story now is a little bit uh, watered down. Been running up that road, been running up that hill. <laughs> Nobody asked for Kate Bush right now. Yeah, take that to I'm drag making, race. I'm making a final deal with God. Let's go to the final tribal council, yeah. girl. <laughs> I can make a deal I don't with think God. And... Likes Paige. Get him to take me to the <laughs> That is a great callback, Louie. Good job. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Kristen, y'all be like, why did people vote Annie? I tried to save her and I'm being roasted for it. No, Kristen, we no, know you tried to You're not being you roasted make for the right it. Move. You tried to make the correct <laughs> move. Yeah, yeah. Which I want to yeah. say that Kristen, Kristen, this episode was way too hard on herself. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think Kristen's been playing a great game. Yes, maybe she hasn't been voting correctly, but she has excellent reads on people. She has like, her, even though her voting record doesn't show it, she very much has her head in, in the game and her finger on the pulse of what's going around, what's going on around her. Um, uh-huh. I know I'm like my yeah, damn girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't call me DePaulo for nothing. Um, <laughs> anyway, Kristen's just way too hard on herself. I think she's playing a great game. <laughs> I agree, and yeah. Kristen too. To to reiterate, I also felt like I had a pretty good read on where the alliance is sat in my game, and I voted incorrectly very frequently, and ultimately got like ninth place, not you know whatever mm. you'll be getting. So, um, mm. yeah. Well, yeah. I also think that what this episode I think solidified to me is that sometimes it is better to abandon an ally who consistently puts your needs second, mm-hmm. which is, I think what Danny has been doing to Kristen. And that's not to say that Danny isn't playing a good game because he's playing a great game for Danny. He is not playing a great game for Danny and Kristen because he continuously like she gets left out of votes because they said they're not going to do Annie and he never gets back to her. Um, idol reveal gate 1.0 and 2.0 or 1.0 and 2.0 basically um and i think that kristen has been consistently adapting to what is being thrown at her um but i also really like this whole cast is is very adaptable i find like stan can get very hard on like trying to vote at veronica and then he'll pivot and i'll say you know what all right fine i'll do it next time um, and I think that Sharif and Brienne are very flexible. Sharif was really flexible when it came to like keeping his new alliance while also working with a larger group and look where it's got him so far. Um, yeah. I think they're all very, very skilled players when it comes to like yeah. adapting. Mm-hmm. I just think mm-hmm. that sometimes you can't work with, you know, break up with him, dump him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Dump his ass. And this game is a big component of this game. I feel in my opinion is you have to be willing to let somebody else drive a little bit and you knowing how to take the wheel and give the wheel because it's going to be very hard to drive the entire thing without pissing off the people that need to vote for you in the end. You can, It's just mm-hmm. how many players can you name from the second that they started the game to the finish line dominated every single thing. It's not a lot. So, mm-hmm. Gabler. Uh, no. Jesus, tank the wheel. Um, I do. I, <laughs> sorry, Naomi. That I, um, I think I think the, the other thing that's funny to me about Danny this episode, and I relate, is his delivery is getting a bit spicy. And, oh. like, and I know how it goes, but... That's Some one spice thing that I, queen over here. I, th- I think that's part of the reason why looking at both him and Kristen, I think like to me, Kristen seems like more of the threat because I think Louis, to your point, when you're in or feel like you're in the driver's seat and you're playing a great game for yourself, you can get frustrated in times where you feel like that path forward is, is suddenly being muddied by other people who are in the way or other plans that are popping up. But I also did want to commend Danny because I, there was one point where, 
I think it was Stan came to him and they had just talked about a different plan and Stan comes up and it was like him, Danny and Sharif. And I think he brought up like the guy's plan. And Danny was like, yeah, no, the three of us are together. And it's just like that point in the game where your brain is so fried. And then on top of it, everyone is just lying to each other and it just gets exhausting. And I feel like Danny kind of hit that wall this round of like, can we just get to a plan and stick with it because there were so many things flying around. So I sense his frustration, but I also understand and, and relate to the the frustration in many ways. Yeah, I mean it's final six. You got to get spicy. Um, I I agree with your sentiment. I think going going all the way back to what we talked about for Kristen. I think Kristen's reads were really great. It just was unfortunate as a bystander that Danny was always looking at the big boys and kind of prioritizing the big boys and not hearing out on Kristen's great reads. Cause I think even from the beginning of the episode, Kristen was like, the blues are running everything. And Danny's like, okay, Annie, right? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was, it was intense, but he drove. He drove that he drove bus He's and driving. drove it right over Annie. Move that bus. Oh, oh. <laughs> Can I tell you the, the one the one nice thing about Annie getting voted out, which is not many, is that Annie has some looks to serve. Oh my god! As a member of the jury, multiple mm-hmm. looks. Multiple even looks. In even in the rain. Even oh, in the rain. Heels were sinking into that mud, and she did not stop serving. Like yeah. you gotta respect it. Like honestly, looking forward towards next week, looking at her looks. Mm, Oh, I can't wait. She, no, I'm excited. Her, she started off the game with some great fashion choices. She is ending this game with some great fashion choices. I love Annie so much. Can we I love so much. Can we take a moment in LOL at the moment where um, I think it was either Kristen or Brienne went up to Annie and was like, you, you haven't been looking me in the eye. I can't trust you. And she was like, yeah, my contacts have been bothering me. <laughs> I, I I gotta find it because I sent that because we were talking about um here are some uh alternate titles. Um Kristen, I know you're not looking me in the eyes right now, and then Annie says that and she goes, I, I can look you in the eyes. Like, well, yeah. let me look you in the eyes. Um pull the plug. Which is like my favorite excuse for anything now. I don't even wear contacts. I, I want I want a screen grab of Julia holding her idol being like why will none of my allies look me in the eye? And then oh, I'll make Annie it a being, gift, yeah. Yeah, and then Annie being like, oh, sorry, my contact's been bothering me this whole time. <laughs> uh, hang on, oh. hang on, I've got it. The... You got it? <laughs> oh, just, just... Sad Julia. Sad bring Julia. Please bring back Julia. I love her. Bring back Julia. Julia. Yeah. Her, her, the conversation we had, she's, she's incredible. She's so smart. And, and like, uh, if people yeah. haven't listened to her talk about the That was a good comment. Yeah, and she burps a bunch, and it's really funny, and I love her. Oh my god, the burping was cracking me up. I wanted to make like a super cut of just all the burps, and I was going to send it to you, but then it was just too much time to do. Yeah. But I was cracking up. The first one when it catches you both off guard, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, this is oh why I God. love this experience to get to spend time with people <laughs> like us. <laughs> I mean, going back to the push and pull challenge when Stan says like a really funny like joke during the immunity challenge, and Julia just bursts into laughter. She goes, ah, ha, ha, ha! and it's so <laughs> echoey and just <laughs> highlights her her laugh for the first time. Oh, I could not stop laughing behind the camera. 
Um, something I wanted to ask, uh, especially Bennett, is I don't know if you guys have talked about this yet, is who on this cast do you think you would have wanted to work with if, if you had played this game? Like, who were you drawn to in the process of watching this season? Um, the whole cast? Yes. I would say... Maybe I should just pick one from each starting team. From from Green, it would be Robin or Kristen. Mm-hmm. Um, from Blue, probably Kayla, honestly. She's just so fucking funny that I like... Ledge. Would have, yeah. Lemon. Uh, and from... What's the other one? Purple? Yes. Uh, purple would be Julia. Ledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like they were all... Um, they all seem to have like a good read of what's going on. And they're also like, I mean, you've seen how I, I like do these things. I can be a little crazy and like a little intense. And I think that they are all very good at like, you don't really necessarily know what they're thinking and they can be very like chill while also being like able to take a step back and have like a really strong read on what's going on. And I think that's great to have in a partner. Yeah, I'm also now remembering the lore that you worked with Talkshow and Survivor Brooklyn South four or five. Um, yes. That, the, the lore of the, the crossover, you know, like it's like the Marvel Universe. You got to watch the movies and the TV shows, like mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. Wanda? Yeah, Talk was great. I, I like, I, that sounds horrible. I obviously know who Talk is and I remember that he played this, but knowing him as a winner in Brooklyn South, it to me is so different. Like I almost forgot that he had done this season as well, but mm-hmm. yeah. a very good player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that I'm aligned with the choices that you chose. I like, I liked, I mean, I liked everybody. I, I'm too biased to even say oh, my opinion. I know it's so hard when it's you're so there hard. and you spend like the whole weekend with them. It's like, yeah, especially Louie, like you with the Asopus. I felt so, when Asopus won their first challenge, God, after being such flops for two episodes, I was like screaming inside. I loved mm-hmm. Asopus so much. Mm-hmm. I loved them so much. I mean, I, it broke my heart every time we had to go to travel council because I was like, I don't want to lose literally any of you. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I'm too biased. I like. I love them all. Mm-hmm. Well, the all first vote is always the first vote is always so painful. I think for oh, everyone yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah. We miss you, Marilyn. Come back soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'll never um, forget. I'll never forget any players I played. I, I, they're all up here, baby. She's she's designing fire alarms somewhere <laughs> in New York City. I know she's doing the Lord's work. We need fire alarms. Mm. She's mm-hmm. designing them. She was like, I don't a, know. She like I, worked in. She like was like a. I don't know, like a an engineer or someone. Like she made yeah. fire alarms. Yeah, that's sick. I like, thought like all the fire alarms in the world have been designed already, so I didn't even know that was like a thing. <laughs> well, you know, are they just like, Con- and then they beat Const- every once in a while? <laughs> constantly evolving, constantly <laughs> being more loud. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um uh i think the only thing left to talk about is just like the votes i feel like the tribal was really really funny everybody was sharp to the point didn't really have any cards but still left an air of i don't know who i'm voting for wink 
and then we get to <laughs> that was funny. Chris, huh? I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. Mm-hmm. Chris, I have no idea. <laughs> Chris, don't um, I just I'm, I haven't made up my mind yet. You know the I I feel like I love I love doing it impression for you guys. Like you know, the vote's just gonna come down to like trust and like uh, it's really up in the air for me right now. And uh, it's all I can really do is think about who I trust the most. Yeah. Okay, girl, we got it. You trust someone. Move on. Yeah. Yeah, but do you trust them? <laughs> but do you trust them? <laughs> but do you trust them? Um, I really loved Kristen's vote confessional. Um, and although it was a misplay and I ragged on you for a hot second, I love you, girl. Um, I think when she pulled out the idol, everybody's like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Where did that come from? I think they were all very uh, surprised with that. But surprise, I wish surprise, yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting to see if we get a final tribal where people's brains are so kaput that like there's no, I mean, remember we got to that point in season four where I think it was Andrea at like the final four tribal, like could not, she got, she got like midway through a sentence and like she herself was like, I'm sorry, I, I forgot. I think it was Andrea, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she fully just we laughing because we like we we understood like you're you're just like shot. And I feel like the gameplay this season has been so fluid and has been moving so much in so many different directions. And there have been so many like little pair alliances along the way that like coming up with a concise way to share exactly what you did in the game and what like what your path to the end was and why they should vote for you. I think that in and of itself is potentially more difficult than actually getting through the next couple of rounds in many ways. Like I no. said it, I'll say it again. Say I am again. so glad that I didn't make the final travel council of my season because mm. I wouldn't have been able to speak. I wouldn't have known what to say. My brain was just mush. It was mm-hmm. full mush. Yeah, I barely yeah. like could listen to the final travel council. So like when I came up to like, I, I I remember when I got voted out, like come up with a jury question. I was like, first of all, I was like, we don't even know who's in the finals yet. What do you mean come up with a jury question? Yeah, it was a mess. Everything was a mess. My brain was a mess. I've never recovered. Um, yeah, I, I will never forget that you told me that you like you cried at work like the next day. And, and I said, oh, I, yeah. my brain was such a mess that I had for, almost forgot to will the advantage that I forgot that I had in the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To your loved one who was still in the uh, game. I had already showered and was like, oh my God, I have, I'm supposed to will an advantage. (laughs) Yeah. I was, that's, that's where we're talking about. My brain was so fried. I was saying my final tribal council speech as the plea to keep me. And Bennett's on the jury, like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing, girl? And I was like, keep me, you know, I've been playing like a really good game. And like, oh my God, why the fuck did I do that? I, I love Davey. I, it's one of my favorite things is when you're trying to get people to just vote for Andrea and you're essentially like, you're like, <laughs> vote for Andrea just as like a, like a last minute, like just as like a nice exit thing for me, please. And there's definitely not going to be an extra vote on her. Like you're, you're really like <laughs> trying to be as subtle as possible, but it is so obvious what you're asking everyone to do and why you're asking them to do it that they're all like, fuck no. Me subtle? Not. Hell no. <laughs> not not my first time around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, Annie goes home for 
and yeah. two nullified votes. Let's give Annie her roses, her accolades, if you will. R.I.P. Queen, you played a great game. You played a great game, sweetie. <laughs> Best supporting Stanny in a season goes. So Best long. supporting Stanny. No, Annie, you know, I've known of you for a really long time. And when you came down that hill and uh, Chris was back. Oh, what? You're not, you're like giving a wedding speech. Like, yeah. Annie, from the first time we met, I knew you were. I'm giving roses. Hop off my back. When she came down that hill with her bell bottom jeans and her wedge flip flops, I knew a contender, a winner, an icon had stepped into the game. And I think that you did a really great job, you know, balancing that being a decoy act. Because if I was the decoy for, you know, 11 rounds, I would probably like jump off you better tell pool. your friends not to vote for me you, you better tell your friends not to vote for me that was only that was only one round and you she boys, barely did that <laughs> better tell you boys not to vote for me um sarah what and annie i i really appreciate the humor and the like iconicness that you presented this season you will always be remembered and i think a lot of people will remember this vote um, because it does have some resounding consequences for two other people in this game. And if Annie admitted to the next round and then she found a way to cut Stan and put Stan on the jury, I feel like Stan might have voted for Annie at the end. And I think there's a bunch of people on that jury that could have potentially voted for Annie at the end. So I think she had like a very viable path to the end and potentially even a win, depending on who she's sitting next to. So. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time I saw Annie and it was just the similar situation. I remember seeing her with the bell bottom jeans and the, the wedge, you know, sandals. I remember thinking like, really? <laughs> 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 um, I was, I was intrigued. Cause I was like, it seems like a little left of center for what mm-hmm. we're looking for. Um, but it was amazing. The, watching her game was so incredible. It was so fun. She was entertaining from start to finish, and the outfits were serving the entire time. Um, and I wouldn't have wanted to change anything about it except for maybe anyway. Like, truly. I, mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Like, 10 out of 10 character. Person, mm-hmm. human, player. Person, human, yeah. player. I think also <laughs> that Annie, um, Annie's ideas, I think, are very on point and i think Mm -hmm. that you could watch her and look at her and make assumptions uh based on the way that she talks and the way that she looks that she doesn't have the survivor brain but she absolutely does and i think that a lot of people did her a disservice in how they perceived her and i think that what this season has taught me about annie is that she is like very 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 much not a backseat driver she is Mm -hmm. like she is driving the car maybe she's like secretly like holding the wheel behind you where you think you're driving she's really there she's in it to win it and i always really admired that about her but i also think that she took her exit with a lot of grace that i don't think some people necessarily could um and -hmm. i'm very happy that she was on this season very happy when she applied can i tell you when she applied her she listed her job as future divorcee (laughs) <laughs> of course she, did. she came all the way from florida to play right uh yes technically i mean she knew a lot of people and like new friends in the air it wasn't like a crazy trip for her but yeah i believe she was coming from florida yeah i mean still, still she really blew 
expectations out of the water, I think. Um, like a hurricane. <laughs> like a hur- she, she came in like a hurricane. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, I mean, it was really just a fun journey to see. And I think a lot of people um, should be, you know, proud of the game she played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I was really happy, like, towards maybe the beginning of the merge or, like, um, oh, actually, not the merge, like, the swap, when she first started getting decoyed, and she's like, I know what's going up. I know the game that they're trying to play. And then her eyes were just like, I don't want to be the decoy anymore because eventually I'll go home. So I'm going to do something about it. That was really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that concludes part one. Um it's it's finally beginning. Part two is called I Don't Wanna Lie to Anyone. Um <laughs> Kristen and Danny end off this episode with um with Kristen being like, I guess you forgot to tell me who to vote. And Danny's like, babe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um we have a question from Dad. Chris, if each player left was a drag race girl who was also left, who would they be? Uh, I can't yeah, believe you're making me admit yeah, this, but I haven't watched Drag Race this season, so. What? Ah! I know. All I know, Dan- Danny's Lucy LaDuca. <laughs> oh I love Lucy LaDuca. I'm here to let loose. I love the song, all that. Let loose. Let loose. I think they based strictly on his delivery, I think sometimes could be, you know, maybe finessed a bit more. And I think Lucy has a similar struggle. Danny's is got there, three mini challenge wins. You're so right. Is, mm. is there, yeah. Is there a Sasha Colby this season though? Who would the Sasha Colby be? Um, I mean, in, I think in a lot of ways that like Stan is like the veteran. He has probably played him and Kristen mm-hmm. are probably up there for the most amount of games they've played. But is anybody yeah. saying mother when Stan walks into a room? I can't say, <laughs> you know, more like motherfucker. Oh, hey, Stan, what's up? Um, um. I think that Kristen is Anitra. I think that. Oh, I, I would just, I would not disagree, but I would say that Brienne's more Anitra like silent but like when push comes to shove serves um some acrobats and maneuvering through a lot of votes so i would think that then kristen is kristen is lux kristen is shady kristen is uh telling you what the fuck is up Mm -hmm. i also feel like brienne can be low-key shady though wasn't there a clip of her in the finale preview where she called a bunch of people stupid as a joke (laughs) i meant it like i could see she, she could be like the mistress Potential. Oh yeah, three is also a compliment, but yes, very, very much a compliment. Um, who would Sharif be? We're gonna, we're just gonna call him Selena S. Titties, and he's gonna get mad Selena S. Titties. No, I'm not calling. <laughs> I think in a um, I'm trying I mean, to remember I guess who else I guess is in, left. I guess in a way. Maybe Sharif is Sasha Colby. Who knows? I think Sharif could be Sasha Colby because everyone on the jury has been like, oh, Sharif. Like, you know, I think that's what Kristen had read him to be as a jury threat. So maybe Sharif could be Sasha Colby as well. 
Um, Chris, when are the twins going to come and guest host a challenge on Survivor New York? They're going to trot their way all the way from Long Island, all the way up to <laughs> upstate New York, and then they're going to be like, for today's challenge. Yeah. Are they from go. Long Island? Aren't they? Or from Staten Island? Long Island. I swear to God, they're from Long Island. Like, don't oh, I have no idea. I think I'm a twin from Long Island. <laughs> there you go. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Well, I just want to say, Louis, first of all, thank you for uh, all your assistance on the crew, because I think that having you on four and five, uh, I really missed you this year for six. Uh, last year <laughs> I'm six. so sad I missed it. Uh, but I just, I, I really appreciate it. I was going for a little walk. <laughs> <laughs> and you got lost. That's you called cool. me. Like, I got lost. Yeah. <laughs> you were walking children in nature. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I don't see you walking children in nature. I really appreciate it. And, and Bennett, also, I appreciate I feel like you were a very good sport about a season about Survivor New York for where sometimes it was a very difficult road, I think, for you in some ways. In that I think season. I earned it in many ways, too. So <laughs> it's fine. But um, if you guys are taking through applications this year, do let me know. I'm like never around the week that you guys do it, it seems. But if you guys are doing seven this summer and there are slots open. See, I thought you'd be doing Survivor South Africa then. TV Africa, since you know <laughs> you just got back. Oh yeah, no, I see. Yeah, doing there. You no, I haven't, I haven't. I haven't started desperately applying to international seasons yet, but probably mm -hmm. in like next year or so. Very close. Yeah, yeah. Louis and I are the both South African. Yeah, the South African accent though is much harder to do. Oh, it's like they're they're all different. They're all like they're, they're all like, doing their own thing. I have to say, like, pinty. Like I have to like snap. <laughs> I love the host. It, I can't do it live, but. Uh, I I haven't watched Survivor of South Africa. Okay, we know, David. We know you. Have sorry, that. I'm sorry. I'm a little. It's okay. Busy. Let's go to Let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah, let's go to bed. All right. Um, thank you so much for hopping on this pod for finale part one, Ben and Louie and Mom. Um, where can people find you if you would like to share socials or anything? They I don't mean, need to find me. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> perceive me. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> So I'm like, well, you can find me at. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want, yeah. If you want to hit up anybody, you can just hit. Just DM type in literally, I'll, I'll literally anywhere. Yeah, DM me and I'll I'll connect y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Valencia, like and subscribe to become part of the Silent Podcast family. All right, all right, and with right. that, let's see who wins in this next finale. Good night, y'all. <gasps> Good night. Let Bye. loose. Let loose. Let loose. <laughs> Let loose. How do I leave? Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs>